Good morning, my friends. Uh, your friend, I hope, at least in voice, Skip here for a, another podcast, another episode of Finding Meaning. I hope all is well with you. Uh, and I hope, it is my hope, that this podcast uh, is a part uh, of your spiritual growth and it's helping on some level. I hope that you find it positive and helpful. Uh, and I hope, uh, you know, there, there's not many of you listening, but I hope those of you who are listening or those of you who may be checking it out um, feel comfortable. Again, my, my usual disclaimer is take what you need and leave the rest. Um, I'm just a guy exploring what it means to, to live a reality to to take what I've learned and, and try to offer it back to the world. You know, uh, my hope is I have plenty of healthy, uh, clear thinking years ahead of me. Um, but I, I think that what I have to offer may be helpful to some degree. You will hear um, the cat, the dog, the traffic, because it is a cool, crisp Saturday morning here in central Iowa. Forgive me as I have to go outside. My dog, uh, unfortunately, we had to put him on a chain because we don't have a fenced-in backyard. And uh, he is now tangled up. So I've got to come out and get him untangled. Uh, beautiful, beautiful day out. Uh, I hope it is wherever you are at. Also, I want to talk today uh, about some thoughts that were really triggered by a conversation I had recently. Um, a, a friend of mine, a friend I've made recently, was just sharing with me some of their frustration about the way the world is. Uh, this person is considerably younger than me. A uh, very, very, very smart person. Um, <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> excuse me, his question or his concern really had everything to do with what this podcast is about. And that is about living in, living out of your own awareness of things when so much of the world is unaware. Now, I'm very cautious with that kind of language because it's sort of dualistic in nature. Um, if, <laughs> and trust me on this, if you find yourself being able to see reality in a much wider scope, that is to say, if you can, um, if you have real common sense, if you have the ability to see the multiple choices laid out in front of you for any action, it can be incredibly anxiety-causing to live in this world. And my new young friend is, is a person who sees reality in this wider scope. Uh, I, I will tell you that that doesn't, I caution, because that doesn't mean that those of us who are able to see a little wider range are not better than. We don't want to fall down the hole of duality. We don't want to fall down the hole of, 
of we're something and others aren't. Uh, And so this topic is about that. It's about how we live out of of a greater awareness. And there are many of us who do. And what often happens with these folks, with us, is that they uh, they have to temper reality through, you know, isolation. Uh, they live often out of frustration. Uh, they often choose to anesthetize themselves through chemicals, uh, or through work, or through uh, other people. Uh, my favorite writer, Richard Rohr, says a mystic is a person who sees a, a, a greater scope of reality. And, and so these people are really, at least on some level, mystics. They're on some level able to see reality from, from a different paradigm than others live in. They can see two sides of stories, or, as I tell my children, three sides of stories, yours, mine, and the truth. And so... To, if that sounds familiar to you, if that sounds right to you, then, then this podcast is for you. Have you ever been completely frustrated uh, at people's lack of common sense? Then uh, to some degree, you, you might know what I'm talking about because that's really, it, it comes down to living out of a sense of frustration and anxiety. Uh, it, and it can be, very acute. It can be as though no one is ever really listening or more, more than that, it can be like no one really can ever understand you. And it becomes very isolating and, and very difficult. Uh, so um, I just, if, if you are that person, I want you to know you're not alone. Uh, I also want you to know that doesn't make you better than other people. Matter of fact, it can make you much more miserable than other people. And it probably means on some level, the universe has handed you some responsibility that you need to do something with this. Now, that's always tricky uh, because if you've listened to these podcasts, you know that my theory is that we have created a reality uh, based on not being aware that the economic, educational, um, religious systems, that the media, uh, that the economic systems are all based out of, uh, uh, formed by, and perpetuated by uh, people's motivations, people's agendas, and people's lack of awareness. So I'm trying to think of a good example you know, have you ever, well, let me give you this example, that in my career as a pastor, which was 20 years long, I sat in meeting after meeting after meeting about something like poverty. What can the church do about poverty? What should be done about poverty? Uh, we'd hire, you know, um, the denomination I served in would would hire people to go to Capitol Hill and engage. They would uh, send volunteers to soup kitchens. They would, you know, do everything they could, you know, serve food pantries, food banks, donate. 
But I would always sit there and wonder, <clears throat> you know, aren't we just putting a Band-Aid on this? Aren't we just um, fixing a symptom rather than the cause? Now I've come to understand, for me, the way I see it, the cause of, the cause of poverty is economic systems built in dualism. That in order for someone to have something, it is necessary for someone to not have something. And that is a misconception of reality. Um, but I watched for 20 years people trying to address an issue that they never could get down to the core cause. Have you ever felt that way about anything? Maybe at work you see where things could work better, but you can't get anyone to listen to you. Maybe in your home life you could see where things could, could work better, but no one seems to listen to you. Now, we have to be careful not to cross over into control. Uh, there's a difference here. There's a difference between being a, sort of an aware person and being a control freak. And let me try to explain that. Uh, a, a control freak is a person who depends on the control of something to identify with. So they'll say to their self, they'll say in their internal voice, um, I have controlled this, therefore that validates me. Now they may not say it like that, but there's some thought process in people who will say, I'm in charge of this company or that family or this situation uh, or this band or this club and that validates who I am. They identify with that. A person who is aware does not have the necessity to identify with, with the thing they're involved in. <clears throat> they don't have to be the president of it, or in control of it, or the boss of it. They simply see how it could work better or might be more advantageous to people. And that's, that's the difference. Um, one is ego-based. Controlling things is an ego-based thing. Uh, being aware of a, a better way, a more clear way, being aware of a wider view of reality is a more spiritual-based understanding. And there are degrees of those things. There are degrees of all this stuff, I'm convinced. There, you know, <clears throat> there just are degrees. It's gray. It's foggy. Uh, because it, it, it may appear to be gray and foggy, but really the fact of the matter is we don't, we're not built for dualism. We're not built for black and white. That's what gets us in trouble. We're, we're built to navigate through reality in such a way that it, we don't have to cling to results or opinions. And that's really what we humans are. At least that's the fact for me. That's where I'm at. Take that or leave it. So, you know, my friend who is substantially younger than me will, you know, if I can help in any way, I'd be glad to. I, I hope you're listening, my friend, and you know who you are. I, I gave this person a link to the podcast um, and that you're not alone, that there are a lot of people. Um, I'm, I'm even convinced there's a genetic component to this because two of my children are very much this way. Uh, and it can be a frustrating way to live. 
it can, you know, I, I liken it to watching a, a, a train wreck every day in this world. Because on some level, you sense that you know a more clear path, a better way. You might know the reasons why something happens and no one listens. You might know even the purpose of something. Or you might know that people are even having the wrong discussion about something. And that they're living out of a false sense of things. And it can be a very frustrating place to live. Let me end with this. It's a necessary place for you. The world needs you. Not only just my friend or my kids who think the same way, but all of us. Uh, the world needs people who live out of, at least to some degree, the next paradigm to, with great compassion, great love, and tremendous patience, turn around and help in any way we can. But we cannot invest our own sanity in the insanity of the world. We cannot sacrifice our sanity, um, our nervous system, to the false sense of the world. Brothers and sisters, that lesson took me forever. I kept investing this ability. I kept investing this awareness. I kept investing who I am uh, into things that were false. And the universe kept trying to get me out of it, but I wouldn't listen. Well, hopefully the universe is speaking through me to whatever degree I'm able to listen to it because I'm on a journey too. So hear this. Uh, keep listening. Uh, I, you know, I have never really found a community uh, of like-mindedness uh, of this kind of understanding because I, I'm, I, I don't even know what that looks like, but I can tell you that you're not alone. And I, I hope for you today. Uh, grace, peace, and patience. We'll talk to you later, my friends. Bye-bye.